0: Happy Monday to everyone. I'm excited as always to be here with you. And it's um, kind of appropriate, you know, on Monday and we're doing a show called Going Greatness. And today is also a day we honor a very, very great man, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And because it's this holiday today, we're going to do a quick little blurt in salute of him. I think that's the least we can do because he's paved the way for so many of us to do the things we do now. So take a listen.
1: I have a dream.
0: The man was great. The man is great. But he's left for us a legacy that we need to continue to think about and try our best to live up to. So I'm, once again, even more excited that this happened on Monday and we're able to, uh, to embrace him in terms of celebrating his life and what he's done and to continue to go on with that legacy. So what we're doing this month is talking about creating your business for greatness. And we're talking today about the financial factor, which is very important. We talked about the mental uh, mindset that you have to have to do a business. Um, we are going to be talking about the financial portion today. We are talking about, we're going to talk about the legal aspect of it. We're going to do this whole month with dealing with five key factors in making your business prepared for greatness. But today I'm so excited because we have a woman who's also great today. We have uh, Ms. Kadina Javis, who is the owner of, uh, founder, owner of um, uh, Javis Tax Services, Financial Services. Uh, her background is very, very impressive, and I'm not going to take the time to go through because we have a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, she has her undergrad degree in finance. She has a master's degree, and by the way, with a master's degree MBA, she graduated magna cum laude, so we have to give her some kudos for that. Uh, a lot of financial institutions she's worked with, and right now she has a plethora of clients from financial, um, from federal institutions to educational institutions to nonprofit, face based base. She has businesses, small and large. She does individuals. She even goes to entertainment. She has all types of clients. So I want to welcome, first of all, kadina Say hello to everyone. Hello,
1: afternoon, and happy New Year, everyone, and definitely happy MLK Day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you absolutely. so
1: much for inviting us to the show.
0: Oh, when I talk about finances, it was no one but you, okay? So you're just going to share a little bit with us, and we're going to do it in kind of two parts. We know you can get everything you need um, from this show. So if you have questions you want to call in, feel free to call us at 515-602-9767. Once again, 515-602-9767. and then later on, Katina is going to give you her contact information. You speak with her or talk with her, her staff. She's a staff. She has a staff. She is a big businesswoman um, about helping you with your financial issues. But today we're going to have two segments. The first segment we're going to talk about basic tax and financial information that every business need to have. And then coming back, and going to talk about the new innovations, the new policies, the new tax credits and things of that nature that you need to know about as well. So, Kadina, start us off with this. Let's talk about the first segment. Let's just give a good overview of what businesses, new businesses or existing businesses need to have from a financial tax perspective.
1: All right. So I want to start at the basics, Gwen, um, mm-hmm. with our business owners. And a, a kind of an easy acronym, because there's a lot of acronyms in the accounting world, is every business owner needs to have have a bail team. You know how you bail, bail yourself out of bond, bail bond, okay, uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody okay. needs a bail team, and when we say bail team, number one, the B is being for your banker. You need to have a relationship with a banker, um, and it doesn't have to be. Um, a big bank, it could be at your credit unions, but you should have a relationship where you can walk into the bank, sit at your banker's desk to have some, to have that rapport that you build up, even if you haven't started the business, because they need to kind of get you on the right track, um, they have access to your revenue, they can tell you where you're at. You can share your ideas, and that banker may also be the one that helps and sends and signs off on if you decide to use that bank for getting some capital funding. Secondly, we always advise you to have an accountant slash bookkeeper. In the beginning with most small businesses, they think that they cannot afford you know, an accountant, and it doesn't have to be a a CPA, which, you know, that's a different level. I'm a public accountant. I chose not to do the auditing, so I didn't do the certified public accountant, but I'm just a public accountant, as well as I have the degrees with the school for accounting. But you want to ensure that you have an accountant, not just a data entry specialist, someone who studies tax laws. Every time Congress meets, laws change. And so then I want to say you need an insurance agent. You need an insurance agent because, number one, you need to have professional liability insurance. And this will coincide with you being an LLC. We'll talk about the LLC part secondly. But then on that insurance, by you needing general liability insurance, depending on what your industry is, you may need E&O insurance, and that stands for errors and omissions insurance. This is if your company or someone in your extra business make some mistakes, or, I mean, there's something that you have to reimburse your client for, you're able to file a claim with your insurance company because it was an error. It was an omission. We're we're humans. We make mistakes. That's why we have insurance for our cars. We know the accidents mm-hmm. are going to happen. So mm-hmm. you need that same insurance in your business. And lastly, you should have a lawyer. That's what the L is for. You need to have a lawyer that can look over contracts, that can look over documents, um, and this is not always – you not always need a lawyer when you're in trouble. You need a lawyer when you're not in trouble to keep you out of trouble. You know, things mm-hmm. happen in your mm-hmm. business when they get disgruntled and may say they want to, you know, do a civil, civil claim in magistrate court. Take that mm-hmm. paperwork to your attorney. Have them look over it. It may be a situation where there's no claims. It might be, you know – It may not be nothing that you have to worry about if you have an attorney to explain the legalities of what's going on. So that's one of the things we want business owners to know. Have a bail team. Those are those professionals for each segment of your business, your banker, your accountant, your insurance agent, and your lawyer. Mm -hmm. And as we do also, when I was, I'm going to get back to the insurance part. The insurance, most businesses, I want you to make sure that no matter what state you live in that you Get that limited liability. Create your business as an LLC or an LLP, which is for a partnership. If there's more, if you have a partnership, and so creating and having that LLC or LLP in your state protects your business from your personal assets. Things happen again. Incidents happen. So once you get create that LLC in your state. Then that's when you go and make sure that that name that you want for your business is reserved. You do that before you go and get that tax ID number. That's something else we need taxpayers to know that are going into business. Even if you are a sole proprietor, because we have plenty of folks that are, you know, nail tapes, beauticians, massage therapists, even dentists and doctors, do not operate your business with your social security number. Mm
0: -hmm. Number one
1: you want to protect the social security number as much as possible in these days and times with everybody at home on the internet and hacking our system. <laughs> they have right. nothing but time. Right. They have nothing but time. So number two, as well as the importance of building business credit. This is something that's not new, but it's kind of not talked about in our communities. And I'm I'm going to say in the minority communities, building business mm-hmm. credit that is not associated with your social security number. Mm-hmm. So that is another reason for getting that tax ID number and building it.
0: Mm-hmm. I can tell you too. I can it, jump in here a little bit. What you're saying is just uh-huh. so true, people. And I I want you guys not to feel like oh my God, this is so much to do. It is not that much to do. It takes a little time, but there's organizations and entities and people like Adina who can help walk you through that process. So she's talking about getting your LLC or LLP. That's a must. Um, Talking about mm-hmm. your bookkeeper, those things are a must, and they're process to get those done. So she's giving us the information, but I don't want you to get afraid and say, oh, my God, I can't do all that. You'll be surprised how we That's can work it. those things out. And their systems are set up, small business, SBA, their organizations so that help you get through that process.
1: That's it. And also, um, to the to the listeners on the show, then next, we want to make sure that we have a business checking account. We have to separate those business income and expenses separated from our personal account. A lot of people, you know, think, well, it's my money. I'm the only one spending it. It doesn't matter. When you are a business owner, you need to have a separate business checking account because in the event of an audit by the I-R and the S, we call them okay. the alphabet, boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> if you do not have separate checking account, they would just allow every expense that you wrote off on that tax return, mm-hmm. and that could be mm-hmm. a bad situation, and that could be a, lots of penalties and interest that you'll, it'll take forever to pay off if you don't pay it in full because they do
0: charge a high interest rate on the unpaid balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you think about uh, the fact that if you have not done that, just think about all the things you do for clothing or gas or a gift for somebody, all of that could be taxed. That's you don't want to deal with that's the taxes. You don't want to deal with all that. You definitely need to separate the two. Gifts for your mom, if you know, all that stuff. Your rent, all that. You don't want to be taxed on that.
1: Exactly, and you can make those purchases from your business checking account. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you, you know, if some people are weary and scared and don't want that, you know, showing that I, I made purchases at Target or Walmart for gift cards. Well, okay, well you just take an owner's draw and Mm -hmm. you're going to transfer that to your personal checking account. Then that way, you know, owner's draw, you don't have to, there's no explanation. You don't have to Mm -hmm. explain what you did with owner's draw because you are the owner, you are the sole proprietor. Mm -hmm. And as far Mm -hmm. as bookkeeping, record keeping is so important for businesses because in the event, as we know, as we went through this pandemic and we're still going through, there are grants. um, SBA has given out loans, and all those programs have access for profit and loss balance sheet, either or some type of reporting. So if you're not doing reconciliations of your accounting of your business, then that automatically is not that denies you from your loan. We saw so many businesses that got denied for grants and loans during the pandemic because they're not in compliance. They are not in compliance, and all it has, all it takes is a few simple steps. And if you're not willing or you don't want to do it then pay someone to ensure that your business is in compliance. And, you know, Davis Tax Service, when I left the IRS in 2010, that is why now we have a full scale. We are open year-round to service small business clients, whatever aspects and questions they have. We do more than just taxes, but making sure that those small business owners thrive and survive. You, don't want, you know, we, everybody says I'm thriving. No, we want everybody to survive because we know that 87% of the economy is made up of
0: small businesses. It's true. it's true. true. I mean, I just can't say enough. It's just so scary when you hear this stuff. I, I have to just be honest with you. But I'm telling you, I've come through it and on the other side, you've got to have somebody. And just like tax laws. I mean, I had someone who was doing some, one of my um, clients had someone was doing their taxes. It happened to be a nonprofit. And uh, mm-hmm. the person that was doing their taxes didn't realize after 2019 the nonprofit um, tax, the nine ninety, had to be e filed. So oh, wow. organization right and so the organization is mailing in the um, taxes for two thousand nineteen and and, and twenty twenty and get these notes in the mail that said, Hey, you haven't compiled your taxes and they're saying, Oh yes we have, we have and made some phone calls to IRS and come to find out like you may have sent them to us um, via mail, but as of twenty nineteen it had to be filed electronically. They had to go back and get those files. Static. Just a simple thing Static. like that. Cause mm-hmm. And then tell you think what? For the nonprofit world, if you don't file your tax in three years, you're a jeopardy of <laughs> Right. So they had two years, 19 and 20, and if they didn't know that for 21, they would have been revoked, and their taxes had been done. Wow. So, and then
1: also, they would have had to pay that $800 to the IRS again to reapply. Right. Even if you exactly. are revoked, you and if it's a nonprofit, they have to go mm-hmm. through the loan form of the 1023. Mm-hmm. They can't do the 1023 mm-hmm. EZ. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they would have to pay that 800. I think it may be 850 or 875. It's mm-hmm. it's a good bit. I mean,
0: yeah. it's pages
1: yeah. don't have to. You're non. You you get non-exempt status, but um, yeah. they would have had to reapply. And it's not always where the IRS will approve or revoke. Exactly. Revocations are, are okay. not always reapproved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, that is a good thing. And I tell my yes. people with nonprofits th- to also just do, if you didn't make, if you may have $50,000 or less in profits or, you know, some don't have very many, very many items. Um, income or expenses, I mean, especially the last two years, they didn't. They think they don't have to file. Let's do, you know, a zero. You still need to mm-hmm. do a return. You still have right. to do a zero. So we can just do a 990 n postcard and mm-hmm. file it electronically. That way that keeps them in compliance too, because you don't want to get your number rev- revoked.
0: Mm-hmm. And because you are a small business, you are running, you're doing so much stuff. You are the janitor, the, um, the dish bottle bottle washer, you're the CEO, you're sweeping the floors, you know, um, all of the stuff you're doing. You need to have someone to look out for your finances because that can mess you up the most. And this, I know it sounds, um, uh, like I said, ominous, but that's one thing you can't miss. You just cannot miss that financial piece of it because you can get in so much trouble when you're trying to get things going. Okay? And, you know, Listen, we have...
1: Gonna have another year. We're gonna have mm-hmm. another year that grappling with you know coronavirus and definitely um, the turnaround time. You know the, mm-hmm. the IRS was shut down for like 135 days. So there's mm-hmm. been mail pieces that went in like we filed people's taxes in February of 2021. It was like August, October, November before there was an acceptance of processing. And all that, a lot of that comes from, and I'm going to tell the listeners too, wait on, they're sending out two forms this year, a 6415 and a 6475. Those two letters will have the correct amount of how much you received in the third round of the stimulus, that $1,400 for you, mm-hmm. your spouse, and your dependent, as well as the 6415 is going to have the right amount that you got for the advanced child tax credit from July to December. If those amounts are reported incorrectly because the IRS is going to reconcile those numbers, then they're, they're, you're gonna, it's going to be delayed by month. If Whether mm-hmm. you're getting a refund or whether you owe, your tax return will be held up if those numbers are not correct. So don't be in such a hurry um, if you can wait on those two forms. They started mailing them out already. I don't know. I haven't received mine yet, but they um, assured us that the IRS started mailing them out. On the 7th of January, they're going to open up e-file January 24th to for everybody. It's open now for us that are authorized e-filers. But the only people who can e-file without a W-2 at this point are business owners, and those would be business owners who have been in compliance. We did their bookkeeping January through December of the prior year. Those would be the only ones who are ready to file now. But also, you need to wait on if you got interest accounts at the bank because they don't have the brokerage accounts. Those forms don't have to be mailed out to February 15th. So, and a lot of times, if you can alleviate having an amendment done, you know, making a correction, just be patient and just wait on your documents. And that's why we have until, actually, this year is April the 18th, because Emancipation mm-hmm. date of 15th runs on the weekend. So, we have until April 18th this year to file tax returns. And if April 18th is not long enough, because most business owners are not ready um, you can file an extension on your personal and your corporate returns. Actually, corporate returns, if you're an S-corporation or partnership, those returns are due March the 15th. Those returns are due a month before your personal taxes. A lot of okay. people get penalized. They get penalized because they think that the corporate returns have the same date as the personal returns. And then there's a $210 penalty per shareholder. So just imagine if you got six shareholders and you one month late thinking, you know, you apron your own time. That's about $1,200. That's if a, lot of, on, that's a yeah. lot of money. That's a lot just, of money to just give away, you know. And so don't do that. If you know that you're not ready with those numbers for your accountant. March 15th, by all means, go ahead now. You can let them know. Go ahead and file my extension for my corporate tax return. You can actually go ahead and file your extension for your personal tax return. You have until September and October. But mm-hmm. don't wait till the last minute because electronic filing technology is not 100% proof. You know, you got to think about everybody in the world is submitting those extensions to the IRS, the extensions, you know, Form 4868. So we've had situation where we've gotten acknowledgement that it went through, but it didn't go through on the IRS. So had we not had our proof where we were, it was accepted, that was the only way we could get that penalty abated from that customer's profile. Because we could prove we e-filed it, not because it got lost in cyberspace or whatever happened before it got to your server. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're, we're successful most, you know, 99% of the time because we have, we e-file. We don't
0: do snail mail.
1: Mm-hmm. So 99% of the time, we always get those penalties and abatements reversed if that And that's the benefit.
0: Happens. And that, once again, we're going to take a break right here, but that's, once again, the benefit of having a professional who has all of the tools that are needed to make sure your stuff is filed properly. And then they also have the um, receipts to make sure it's filed properly. So let's take a break right now, and we'll come back all in right. a few minutes and talk about um, how we're going forward. She's already started talking about um, the new law, so let's start talking about that now. So we'll be back on the other side. Hey, need your W-2s, 1099s, processed, printed, and mailed? Email us today at 1040 at JavisSacks.com, 1040 at JavisSacks.com, or call 803-419-1001, 803-419-1001.
1: Your skin isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life which is why Dove Body Wash renews your skin's ceramides and strengthens it against dryness. For instantly softer, smoother skin, you can lovingly embrace. Renew
0: the love for your skin with Dove Body Wash. Well, we're back. We're back with Katrina Javis, who is the owner and proprietor of uh, Javis Tax Services. And we're talking, we've been talking basically about the basic things business owners need in terms of being prepared to uh, go forward with their financials. And now we're going on to, we've already kind of started a little bit, but going into the new innovations and new policies, all the tax credits and education credits and child credits. Uh, Kadena's going to bring you up to speed on some of those things you didn't know about and timelines for those things so you will not miss the boat. So, Kadena, go back, we'll go back to you. Take it away.
1: All right. Um, something very important that most business owners fail to think about in the beginning, and I didn't think about it myself. Um, it was, Most business owners, this trial and error. It's, it's not a book, but there are books out there. But until you are in the trenches and actually doing what you do best, if you work in the business, you just learn as you go along. And so there needs to be a plan in place of an exit strategy. And, yes, I know death and taxes are topics that are taboo, and we don't like to talk about them at the kitchen table, but it's a reality, and we're all going to face both both of those realities, you know, deaths and taxes. So if you have a business, you need to have sat down again with a lawyer and probably created a, a strategy of who's going to run things. And it may not always be your spouse or your children. It may be someone who's worked in the business alongside with you, or you may want to sell the business upon your death. And that's something that you need to have in writing that you want to happen. And I want to talk about retirement. So when we, when we are on our job, W-2, I did 18 years in corporate America on the city, state, and federal level. And you get babysat because payroll, HR, is taking your money out, putting it in your 401Ks, putting in your 403Bs. I uh, last had a TSP, the Thrift Savings Plan, with the federal government. So somebody is doing that for you. Well, you have to change your blueprint and your mindset. When I become self-employed, I got to do this for myself because you still going to retire or you want to retire, hopefully and mm-hmm. prayerfully one day. And so the same, you know, 3%, 5%, 10%, whatever it was that you was contributing when you was working, you need to put that in the budget, and that comes with allocating making your pricing. And I always try to educate my taxpayers, the same personal budget that you do at home, we need to have a personal budget for your job. It needs to be separate. It needs to be two different, because it's two separate entities, your personal and your business budget. And so you need to put into that budget your retirement. You know, I don't care if it's only $25 a month when you first start out, but it needs to be something in the beginning. And then as you grow every year, you reassess your change. You reassess your growth. And that's why it's so important to have that bookkeeper and accountant doing your book, because when we reconcile your bookkeeping every month, with e you getting email these reports the reports tell you hey okay well this is my profit and loss statement well you may have had a profit first quarter you may have had a loss third quarter so then you can reassess where well, I may not be able to contribute but $500 in the fourth quarter where I can contribute a thousand in the first quarter that is the beauty of being self-employed you manage your own portfolio um, as far as how much you put into it if you're 50 years and younger You can start off with just an IRA account, an individual retirement account at your local bank. And if you're 50 and under, you can put up to $6,000. 50 and over, you can put up to $7,000. And so, or either you can have a self-employed pension. They call that a SEP, S-E-P. You can contribute in that. So that's kind of like the same 401k that you had on your job, but now you don't have nobody matching it you paying yourself so you're gonna mess your own match <laughs> so okay. that is something that most business owners don't take into account for but you also have to know that if you do not file tax returns and pay into social security our food or suda, FICA, and all that good stuff um then zero plus zero equals what man <laughs>
0: zero nothing but nothing
1: Bro. And so we don't want to uh work for 20, 30 years for ourselves and then at the end, you know, you get you get into your 60s and you got a whole nother different mindset and there's nothing there. So you got to plan ahead. You have to pay yourself. You pay your, you you just have to pay yourself. And then definitely, you know, not taking those distributions from your 401K if you had one on a previous job. You can roll it over. You got 60 days. When you leave your job, you have 60 days to roll it over into a qualified plan, and you won't be taxed on it. Now, I know that a lot of folks during the pandemic took advantage of, oh, you can take out up to $100,000 tax-free. It's a pandemic. And I really did not recommend that unless you really truly needed it. It was a good thing. It's still going to be taxed. It's just that the government is allowing you three years to pay the tax part back. Um, But, you know, it was there for those that needed it. But mm-hmm. I hate when there are clients that take advantage of, oh, I got, every year they're coming in with a 1099R. Every year. And I'm like, every year you have to take out of your retirement account? So that means we're not doing what we're supposed to do with saving for our budget. Because if you put money, money aside for your emergency fund, you wouldn't need to go into your 1099. You're, you wouldn't need to go into your retirement account. So we got to be more disciplined, especially in our minority community. we got to be more disciplined, and we got to look at those numbers. And just because the money is sitting in the bank and it's in the business account, don't think it's there to spend. You need to have a reserve for the business, just like you do for your personal. Because as we used to teach and educate, you need at least three to six months prior to the pandemic. Now, post-pandemic, we're telling people, you need about nine to 12 months because, you know, we're still in it. And we don't know how long it's going to last. Absolutely. So it's almost like, yeah, you don't know what what numbers to come up with a reserve. But at least if you're Mm -hmm. targeting and trying to shoot for nine to 12 months of a reserve, that's Mm -hmm. better than having to be. And and even if you can't do so it, at minimum you need to have three months of fluff money where if anything happens we all know we're human we all know you may get a gallbladder you may get a hernia you may get anything that may knock you out of work from working for six to eight weeks you might have a baby you might have to be out mm-hmm. 12 weeks and so then as, mm-hmm. as again as a business owner do we have long short term disability insurance do we have long term disability insurance do we have those Those kind of things. You have to run your business just as you do when you're in corporate America. It's no different. You're
0: just Mm -hmm. the CEO now. You're in charge. And that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. And to the financial factor we talked about before, you know, you just said about we never know what's going to happen in terms of getting sick or have a baby or whatever. But what I've been telling people as well is, yeah, that's one problem. But, you know, those medical bills are no joke to pay back. You're still responsible part of Even with the best insurance. You still got to pay something. That's so it. You're 20% that,
1: most of the time.
0: Right. So even with that piece, you know, you, go, you don't want to have to come out of being ill and then you have to fight your way through trying to pay those hospitals and doctors and stuff back. That's money as well. So I mean, it's, just, it's just more and more stuff that's coming up. And like you said, we don't know how long the pandemic is going to last. Or something else may come up. That should take your life to live. Or or something else. So, you know, we have to think about things a little bit differently. And I'm glad we had this conversation because I think a lot of people don't. They think about, oh, I'll start my own business. I'll make so much money. I'm going to do this. You know, and I'm yes. careful that that will happen. I am careful that you will make a lot of money. But you got to be um, conscious about how you're spending it, no matter how much it is, until you get to the point where you're you know, making a lot of money and you can uh, slack up a little bit. You still have to count your pennies and kind of figure out what's, what's what. So I, I, I think that's, that's good for the mindset. You know, the mindset, you're going to business, you've got to do business. you got to do, business, um, you gotta do the whole thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Absolutely. No hand. in. I'll have, to. I'll have to. Now listen, we got a little more time. I want people to tell me, we had your little commercial on, um. by the way, but tell everyone how to reach you. Um, Kadena is, is all world, okay, because she has clients everywhere. <laughs> so tell people how to reach you. Know, tell folks how to reach you, your social media, contact your website. Tell everybody how to reach you.
1: All right, so Javis Tax Service, we've been established since 1998, so we're going into our 24th year of business, and we're going into our 13th year of business, full-time, full-scale. We're in Columbia, South Carolina, and our website is www.javistax.com, and that's J as in John, Javis, javista com, and our telephone number is 803 419 1001 and we have a contactless drive-through bank for those and we are definitely practicing so uh social distancing uh, we are accepting appointments only in the lobby now and that's just so that we can keep our staff and our tech but we have that drive-through so um, our process that we implemented during the um, pandemic was you drop off your documents Within those within three business days, we call you back, or you call us, and we schedule those appointments. You come in, and uh, so we can go over everything. And that has worked out well. And we have thank God knock on as they say knock on wood superstition. Nobody has gotten COVID out of JBA Tax Service. No employees, no staff, no no nobody. So keeping everybody safe.
0: And go ahead and tell them, we also email, and we have Zoom, so if that don't yes. get that, if you're going to drop it off, email information into them, I know, because I know people have done it, and um, Zoom calls, answer all the questions, that's a wonderful thing, and it's like they're being next door, and I'll tell you, from my experience, when I wasn't living here, it's like, it's like um having a purse around the corner. So, uh it's even getting more, getting better and better with that. So you can always if you don't wanna drive by and drop off, you wanna email, uh yep. schedule a call, schedule a Zoom, you can do that as well.
1: Yes, you can. We are virtual. We do we do virtual services as well because we serve as clients in uh thirty three states, I think was our last count. Um mm-hmm. Because we have, you know, with us being in Columbia, we're near Fort Jackson, the military base. So a lot of those mm-hmm. soldiers that move to different states, they go on mm-hmm. and they don't want, they want to continue to use our services. And they go to their new bases and they share us with their friends and family. So it has mm-hmm. been awesome. And uh, we we just enjoy serving, you know, providing mm-hmm. that service to everyone. And like and I I'm said, call- again.
0: I don't call her names, but she has a little couple of celebrities too that she does work for. I don't call them names um, that she does work for as well. <laughs> so, say this, you know. She um, the
1: carpenter to the congressman. We're going right. to say it like that.
0: <laughs> that's it. So, um, yeah, Kadina, this is great. Uh, once again, tell them again how to reach you, how to catch you, because there's so much you have to offer. This woman does a lot of seminars and workshops out of her free time. For people, um, she's always giving back to the community, uh, so a beautiful person, family, husband, uh, businessman, and children, and you want to support people who are walking the walk and talking the talk and giving back to the community. So tell people, once again, how to contact you.
1: All right. So um, on the web, we are JavisTax.com, and we are on Facebook as Javis Financial because Javis Financial Services is our legal name, and we do business as Javis Tax Service. And we're also on Instagram, now, yes, Instagram and Twitter, Javis Financial. And our phone number is 803-419-1001, or you can send us an email at 1040 at JavisTax.com. That's 1040 at JavisTax.com. And, again, we are open year-round. We don't close our doors April 15th because we do more than just taxes.
0: Man, that's great. We um Kadena, thank you so much for what you've done today and enlightened people in a lot of ways. We probably will have you back um again to continue we're continue this we're gonna continue this month of finances, so we're gonna month of getting your making your business great. We still have some medical things to talk about. We also have some legal things to talk about, as you mentioned earlier. So we're going to continue this month out through um, all the factors you need to start making your business great. So once again, we thank you so much for being with us, Kadena. We thank all of you for listening in. And um, hit me up on my Facebook page, Going in Greatness, if you want to give me any insights or any thoughts that you may have. I love, love, love to hear from you. And we will see you again uh, next Monday at 6 o'clock. And like I said, it's a great week.